Welcome to the Old School Meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, which features speakers with long-term abstinence. This meeting was born online, and it's going to stay that way. That means you can attend live on Tuesday evenings at 6.30 Pacific if you'd like to. Go to the Los Angeles Intergroup's webpage at oalaig.org for login information. And now, our speaker. Hey, everybody. I'm Cleo, a compulsive overeater and food addict. I've been in this program a long time and I'm still here. You know, I really wanted it to be, I really want, so good to see you, Lonnie. I uh, I really wanted this to be um, a destination and not a journey. You know, that's how my personality is. I wanted to do all that I was supposed to do, get to a size five, you know, some people say, I never want to be that small. I never want, oh no, I would never want to be that. L- listen, I want to be a size five. I'm telling you with space between my thighs, with a cute little stomach chain, with a halter top and some my real high heels, honey. So listen, that's what I wanted. All right. And that's what I still want. And I would like all the attention that comes with that. I'd love to reply to every single one. Get in line. Let's all talk about it, honey. If we can't do nothing but hold hands, let's do it. Anyway, I am a compulsive overeater and I want what I want when I want it. I want people to behave. I want them to do what I want them to do. And I think when they don't do what I want them to do, that, um, you know, they're a mess. That's really what I think. And this program has taught me that I don't have all the answers. This program has taught me to ask for help, what it was like. What it was like was I was about three, I was well over 300 pounds, well over 330 pounds. I don't know how much bigger I was, but now I can buy clothes in a regular store. I can remember my thighs rubbing together until I bleed. I can remember that when I walked, my thighs would rub together and I would bleed and I would cry and I would eat again. I would bleed and I would cry and I would eat again. And that was my life. And I would go to three restaurants. I would go to, um, they were all fast food. I'd go to drive through. I'd buy food. I'd get in the next line. I'd buy more food. I'd eat some of the food from the first place. When I got the food from the second place, I'd put some of that with it. And then I'd go to the third restaurant and I would eat some of that. I'd have enough when I got home. I'd eat in the car. The car, I always had to eat in the car. Come on. And um And I ate and ate and ate and ate. And um, I remember when I first became abstinent, I wasn't able to have money on me. If I had money on me, I would stop and just get food, whether it was dinner time or not. You know, that's just what I did. And I loved eating at different restaurants and putting different food with other different restaurants. That's what I did. I loved it. And, And I didn't look for this, but I always had this. I always had eating buddies. I always had eating buddies, people who also love to eat. And we would put stuff together and buy stuff and share stuff. And God, I love that. That was one of the things. But then it stopped working. So the eating stopped working for me. You know, um, I can remember looking at food. If somebody brought food, if a waiter or waitress brought me food, I would look at it and say, that's not going to be enough. They have such small portions. I'm not, I don't like this restaurant. You know, how can you look at something and say it's not enough? That's who, but that's who I was. Also, if I went to parties at your house and you didn't have really good appetizers, and if you didn't have a whole bunch of food, I wasn't coming back. I wasn't coming back. I didn't like your house. I didn't like your party. And I definitely didn't like you. 
That's who I was. And that was my life. And uh, I found program in February 1989. I went with a friend of mine. He invited me to go. And I was like, what is this? What is I was in New York, living in New York at the time. And um, when I went to the meeting, they were all white women at the meeting. They were all white. I said, oh, this is a program for white women. They tell their business, honey, black people. You know, one of the favorite things when I was growing up is what goes on in this house, stay in this house. We never talked about what went on in the house. And we definitely didn't, you know, get vulnerable with each other and tell the truth. No, you lie and you lie with conviction, but you don't sit there and tell the truth in a room full of people. You don't know what go on in this house stays in this house. So I thought, well, this is a program for white people. I don't have to worry about this for sure. White women, because I don't have to worry about this. I ain't doing this because I ain't going to tell my business like this. But when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, and when you're bleeding and you can eat out of your clothes, I, I remember going on vacation. I bought size 26 clothes. I oh, was living, Thank you. I was living in New York. I was going to California for vacation and I bought size sent 26 clothes and for the vacation because everything was so, 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 so tight. And on the way back, that one week I spent in California, I could not get in those size 26 clothes. I had eaten myself out of them. So I knew I had to try something. I knew I had to do something. And uh, I came back to program and I started working it to the best of my ability. You know, I wasn't um sick and tired up front i just really wanted to be thin so i wouldn't do what was suggested you know i wouldn't get a sponsor i wouldn't be honest i wouldn't work the steps of this program i wouldn't turn over what was going on to me you know if i ask someone to be my sponsor and they tell me what i need to do and if they suggest to me this is what you need to do then i would simply say i would say I would say, they would say, okay, I need you to call me at this time. This is what I need you to do. Call me at um, seven o'clock, uh, five days a week. Do this. Do I would say, oh, I don't get up that early. I don't get up that early. Now, I'm the one that asked them to be my sponsor. And then when they tell me, suggest to do, I would say, I don't like that. I don't do that. No, I don't, uh -uh, I don't do it. I don't do that. I don't like that. Not that early. I'm not doing, I don't get up that early. Why would I get up that early? I don't, I don't get up that early. Can I call you at night? That's the best time for me at night. So the, the diseased mind can't be the mind that heals me. But I lived there for a very, very, very long time. I lived there for a very long time. So I'm grateful today that I am able to do what's suggested of me. When my sponsor suggests something, I do it. I don't say, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. No, I don't do that. And even with my sponsees, you know, like I say, I like to boss people. I'm a Leo. My birthday was a couple of days ago. And I have three sponsees that I work with that I love very much. And, um, you know, I've suggested that they get sponsees. And uh, they have told me nobody's doing sponsees these days. I've tried and I've tried. And I've said, is your camera on? And, you know, and they say, sometimes and I say, well, every time I've seen you, your camera's not on. So I'm going to suggest that you turn your camera on so people can get to know you and all this kind of stuff. And uh, they, they do it. But it, for the most part, it's me making a suggestion and getting out of the way. I know I can't make them 
get a sponsee or two or three. All I have to do is work my program. And just for today, because I work my program to the best of my ability, I've included my higher power in my life. And I'm able to, <clears throat> instead of living in the solution, in the problem, I used to hear something, hear the problem, get on the phone, call other people and tell them about the problem and have them agree with me and then call some more people and talk about the problem, right? Living in the problem. And today I have learned to live in the solution. I have learned that just for today, I can live in the solution, you know, and to stop telling myself things that don't make me feel good. How many times do we tell ourselves things that make us feel horrible? Oh, these people don't like me. I don't want to go. They don't like me. These people have never liked me. Why would I tell myself that? It just makes me feel bad. The deal is I'm going, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm going to take my higher power with me. And I know that everything's going to be okay. My higher power is going to be right with me. So just for today, it's important for me to get into the solution. And don't forget, it's just one day at a time. Just for today, I have to remember how can I work my program? How can I tell myself something that's going to make me feel good? And how can I get into the solution? Because the deal is this, life is going to go on. You know, life is going on with or without me. And I, I love, I've heard several people say, you know, be responsible for the energy you bring. I love that so much. Be responsible for the energy you bring. I mean, I know people that just like to argue. They like to fight. They like to go back and forth. Guess what I've learned to do? If we're in a tug of war, I've learned to drop the rope. Drop the rope. I don't want to fight. That's not where I am today. I don't want to fight. I don't want to play. I don't want to play that game. That is huge for me to drop the rope. Even in traffic, I was a mess. I was one of those that would bite your head off in traffic. I was one of those that would curse you out in traffic. I Ten was minutes. one of those. So, okay, thank you. I would cut you off. If I thought you cut me off, I'd cut you back off and slow down. You know, I had it going on because I didn't want you. You know what? I had enough. I had enough growing up. I had enough to deal with growing up. I was already mad. I was mad, yada, 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 yada. I had a whole list of why I would fight with you in traffic. And for today... I pull over, I let people do their thing. I let people get in. Sometimes I let people in and they don't even get over because they don't, they're not used to people letting them over. And I make sure to let people over today. And that's one of the things I do, you know, and sometimes when I tell my sponsor things that are going on with me, she says to me, Cleo, you sound like a woman in recovery. And that, that's some of the best news I've heard. It feels amazing to my spirit. Um, my food has gone around and around and around and around. There were times I did not eat deep fried foods. There were times I did not eat um, certain things. And some things have come back. Some things have not. Today, I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. Who would have ever thought at like 300 and probably 45 pounds, 350 pounds that I would give up meat? You know, and I eat plant-based things like plant-based meats. I eat spinach and my eggs. I start with veggies all day, you know, throughout the day. That is something that is new for me, but I love it. It feels good. I can have a salad by itself. I remember I used to be afraid to have a salad because I just thought I, I wasn't going to be full. I wanted that full feeling. So many people say, 
oh, I can't stand that that full feeling. I just don't want to be full. Well, that was never my case, but I just learned to eat less. You know, when people say, I don't like being full. Oh, I don't like it. Well, just for today, I can follow a food plan, right? And it's enough. I don't have to eat until I'm in pain. And I'm learning to add exercise to my life. And I started sometimes with 10 minutes of exercise. Set the timer, 10 minutes, walk five minutes, walk five minutes back. Hey, that's wonderful. At least I didn't sit on the couch with the remote. It's something. And every little bit gets me closer to my higher power. And I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to do the work. And I know if I do the work in this program, I'll get the results. And for me, my sponsor always says to me, hey, the recovery is in the steps of this program. Carl is here too. Carl was my sponsor for more than 10 years. He helped me more than so many people in my life. I have given him so many steps. Just seeing him makes me cry because I'm so filled with gratitude the way he gave back to me all those years of being my sponsor. I was new in program. I worked the steps. We would get together. I would turn them over and he would say, oh, yeah, that's fine. I did that. Yeah. The good thing is you're doing the work. You're doing the work. You did your step work. Congratulations. You did it. And he and I would turn over stuff that I just knew he was going to say, now, that's not good. That now that's not good. You just you're not gonna get through that. That's gonna be a lot. He never said that to me. It was me putting it on me. You know, when I say, don't say mean things to myself today, you know, don't look in the mirror and say, you know, your thighs are really wrinkled, honey. You're not gonna be able to wear that. We don't do that today. I might think it, but I don't say it. And I say it's okay. I love you, Cleo. I love you, Cleo. I love you, Cleo. You know, I have to give myself that because my mind says, oh, my God, your arms are wrinkled. Your thighs are so wrinkled. Oh, you're the biggest one in the room. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. We don't tell ourselves things that don't feel good today. And that's a direct result of this program. And I'm so very grateful that you guys are here. I'm so grateful we have Zoom and we don't have to look for parking and we don't have to burn electricity in our car and we don't have to burn gas in the car and we don't have to worry about somebody sitting next to us coughing really hard. And you're thinking to yourself, why didn't you stay home? You know you shouldn't be coughing like that in public no more. We don't have to deal with any of that. And the other thing is we don't even have to pay like we do when we go to therapy, right? If your insurance takes care of it, great, but you still have a copay, right? We don't even have to do that. There's no $50 copay. There's no $100 copay. We just got Zoom and recovery and higher power. And we learn to love ourselves so that, you know, birds of a feather flock together and we can call people in our lives that are good to us, right? We don't have to always be the one to do the work. We can now be attracted to people who are good to us. And I'm grateful for that. I just had a huge birthday. I had a ton of family out I had family in from St. Louis, from Dallas, from Detroit. I had family in other sets of family from Detroit. I had family. They all came for this huge birthday. It was a huge birthday for me. I mean, when I think of this age, all I think of is a fat grandmama sitting on the front porch in a rocking chair. But I'm that age now. I'm that age now. So that's what it is, right? And I'm grateful to be here to tell the story. Was that 15 total? Great. So I have three. Great. Thank you. So I am even now single, right? And um, I newly am single as of like uh, a couple of years ago. It's been over two years. We separated a little over a year ago. And um, 
she just bought a new house. She bought a house and then we were together for 18 and a half years and we were friends for five years first. So she bought a house and then she sent me this house and said, hey, you should see this house. Better yet, you should buy this house. And we have a son together. He's 14. And she said, you should buy this house. And it's one minute from her house. And I bought the house. So I'm in the process of uh, remodeling some things. They're not going as fast as I want them to go. I'm ready to move in. They're not done. It's not looking like I want it to look. I want it to be finished already. Like I want, I want to, you know, I'm paying you. What are you talking about? Normally I move in, then fix it. This time I didn't move. So it's called surrender. It's called surrender. And I'm going to, it's all going to work out. That's what I know for sure in my gut. It's all going to work out. This program works. And when I turn over my food, um, I know it works because then I can really be clear. Before I used to think I had to get clear and then clean up my food. And what I realized is, is once I clean up my food, it gets clear. And that's what I learned in this program. And you guys, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so grateful I have the recovery of this program. My first meeting was February, 1989. I've been here a long time, but I still, still am a baby in this program because there's a part of me that's just hoping I can get to where I need to get to. And then everything is gonna be okay. And we all know it's one day at a time, honey. So quit hoping, quit wishing, keep doing the work, keep inviting my higher power in. And keep attracting people who are doing the work that you want to be doing because birds of a feather flock together. Drop the rope one day at a time and do that step work because the recovery is in the step work and keep showing up for others. Give it away. Have those sponsees work with those sponsees so that they can help you too. Some days they help me as much as I so-called help them and check in with my sponsor every day when she suggests that I do. And so that's my story. And I'm going to say, Eileen, thank you for uh, allowing me to be of service and asking me to be of service. And I'm so glad you guys are all here. And again, I'm Cleo, a compulsive overeater. And thank you for letting me share.